Locked and Loaded. The Industry 45 Show with host Shane Christopher Neal. What's her name? Yeah, I know what the what's her name is because that's the band we're talking to. And it's always good to see Clarissa. And I can't see Ashley right now because she's got a little A, but that's okay. She is here. I am. How are you, Ashley? I'm great. Thank you. Clarissa, how are you? Pretty good. Thanks. Good. Now we're missing, we're missing Jess. Yep. I love Jess. She's the drummer. I know, because you're a drummer too. Right. <laughs> uh so tell me, uh, first, let's talk about the, the EP is out. Uh, it came out in June. So talk about that process. Did you record this? You recorded some of this prior to COVID because you had we some did. of these songs. Right, because you had some of these songs out before. But so where was this recorded? And give me that process. And I'll go to Ashley for this one. Okay. So we recorded um, our first song, Something. And that was our first single that we released in 2018. And we recorded it with Joe Lipinski at the Wow Sound Studio in St. Catharines. And you mentioned that to me before. He, he's a wonderful dude and, and, and a great producer. What, um, when you put this whole project together, and, and either of you can answer this one, but what was the goal here? Was it to put out an EP or was it just to put out a couple of singles along the way? And actually, I'll go to Clarissa because you answered the last one, Ashley. Sure. I think we were kind of just you know, doing what we thought was right in the moment and kind of, I don't know, we kind of just let things take us where they took us, I guess, in a way. Um, I know because we released the singles first and then an EP was always our goal. And um, so we recorded those songs, saw how they kind of played out, pun intended. And uh, yeah, no, then we were like, hey, why don't we record an EP? <laughs> and that, that was a great idea. Now, when I listen to your music and, and I just heard uh, Freedom Again, like I'm talking classic New York City, 1970s punk scene, like the vibe that you had in any song that's two minutes and four seconds. Come on. So let's talk about some of your influences for this album. Uh, and you can both answer that question. You can go ahead, Claire. A lot of Green Day. Um I actually, I want to say I actually sang vocals on this for the first time, first time I ever recorded vocals. And uh, my singing style is heavily influenced by um, the emo scene in uh, kind of scream singing. So I wanted to bring that into freedom, especially because I thought that chanting just sounded awesome. And then, uh, you know, how Ashley's voice and my voice melds together. I think it's just a wonderful combination. Um, but yeah, a lot, a lot of influence for me personally from like the punk scene and also the emo scene. Nice. And Ashley? Yeah. So, um, I've been a long time, uh, punk rock fan since I was a teen and, um, I love eighties punk rock and, uh, this song, you know, very much to me, the harmonies in both the guitar and bass and also with our vocals, um, it was very reminiscent of early bad religion. And even when, uh, like when Clarissa and I first played it kind of together, the melody lines, it just, I just loved it so much because it just really felt like that was kind of an ode. I don't know. In my head, it was like an ode to them, I guess. Bad religion is one of my favorite bands. And, uh, and then even like when our friend Dano, um, 
heard us and uh, us play it live, he said, you know what? He's like, I have a, I have a really good idea for a lead line and he loves bad religion too. And so when he played the idea for me, I was just like, this is exactly what I wanted. And I was so grateful. So all these things kind of came together and, and yes, other than bad religion, um, I'm a huge green day fan too. I mean, our, our band's name was taken from one of their songs. So, and, so what you're both yeah. saying to me, is that I'm old when I'm referencing 1970s in New York. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, I'm sorry. You know what? The spirit's there. The spirit's there. Yeah, absolutely. So with the song Freedom, so you were mentioning uh, before, so Dano played guitar, uh, lead guitar on this, right? And yeah. and talk and talk about the, the song. You talk about it addresses the idea of social responsibility. So what does that mean? You know, Clarissa, you can answer that one. Like what, what does that mean to you? No, it can, it means a lot of things actually. Um, <laughs> I think it means that we hold a lot of responsibility. Uh, sorry. We hold a lot of social responsibility in, you know, our everyday lives, how things are run, um, how, you know, how we live really and i'm having a hard time with this what a tough question eh <laughs> yeah no i okay it's such a hard question because yeah, it's very to, broad i get it to say social responsibility you feel social responsibility in your everyday life mm -hmm. like working for someone or um kind of masking for someone outside in public and and kind of where to balance like when to let your hair down and when to put it up kind of, you know, sure. like, but it can also mean a social responsibility in yourself and those around you to kind of break through those molds. And I think to me, it's important to play a part and also go crazy. <laughs> Good that you need the balance there somewhere. Right. <laughs> uh, and, and I'll ask Ashley this about in, in the notes here, it talks about this being an anthem to working minimum wage in a first world society. Can you talk about that? Sure. Yes, I can, because I've done it. And it's very hard to live that way. You know, minimum wage, I was reading the other day, should be at least $18 an hour for people to even try to survive and pay bills. And, uh, and I just think, honestly, when the, I was coming up with the lyrics for this, uh, free to be free, like, I think it's such a ironic thing to say, because we live in Canada, and we live in a free country, and yet we are ruled by this capitalistic society where um, many of us struggle to make ends meet, even with, I have a university degree. Like, and many others do, it doesn't, it seems like it's just getting harder. And so uh, that's why I said it was like a, a social responsibility. It's, it's more, let's say it's more like our government's responsibility to try and create programs to help people not be starving and to make more than uh, 14 or 15 bucks an hour or whatever it is right now. 
And, you know, that, that that's a great point because I agree with you wholeheartedly with that. And I can see it um, in so many people and they've worked hard. They like you have university degrees working seven days a week, trying to make ends meet, especially when you're a musician. Anyway, <laughs> um, so talk about Serena's on this album. And, yeah. and, and I know you're a big fan of Serena's as she is a big fan of yours. So what song is she on? And give me a little bit about that collaboration too. Sure. So she's on the song something, which was our first single. And uh, it, you know, she, um, like I said, I've always loved her voice. Vo- sorry, oh my God. I've always loved her vocal style. Um, you know, so deep, she has such a range, a lot of power. And um, I just had this idea of her being on it. And uh, I just sent her the demo and was like, what do you think of this song? I'm like, I kind of have an idea for you. And she was like, oh my God, that would be great. And, uh, and then it kind of went from there. And then, you know what, she came in the studio and she had lots of ideas and uh, it was so fun working with her. And you've said, they nailed it. Like what an amazing talent, right? And such a good person. I love Serena. You know, over the years, I've done so many interviews with her and seen her play so many times. And so what, what's the goal now? You have the single out, uh, the EP is out. The pandemic is getting better, maybe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. So what, what is your goal now moving forward? You're obviously promoting the album and the song, but are, are you booking shows to play or do you hope to get out on a bigger stage and tour? Like a, when I say that, I mean across the country maybe and, Clarissa, maybe you can answer that or from what you know, uh, from what your plans might be over the next couple of months. (laughs) Honestly, it is so hard to say, honestly, like I don't think we have any definitive plans right now. Everything we've been talking about is kind of, hey, should we do this? Should we do this? Should we wait? Should we play? And of course, everyone wants to play, right? But uh, it's a... uh, it's a debate as to whether or not we should. Right. Yeah. There's still that issue. I think we're just waiting, Shane, honestly, because um, we're just, I think a lot of, I, I think it's wonderful that the, uh, the venues are opening back up again. And uh, we're just kind of seeing what happens too with the variants in that. Sure. And uh, that being said, uh, in the meanwhile, we're just honestly uh, brainstorming and working on new material. But is it your hope, let's go with this, is it your hope to take this to a, a bigger level, like go across the country? And I don't mean tomorrow, but I don't know if things get better by the end of the year, maybe early next year. Uh, are you planning something larger like that? Or is it still something you're, you know? I mean, I, honestly, you I think we'd like to it. play, I think we'd like to play more of Ontario. I mean, we have played Toronto and London. Yeah. And I think we just want to explore a lot more of uh, around different cities that we haven't played before i'd love to get into some bigger festivals so i think like that is a goal so it's sure. just kind of like working on new stuff planning for maybe more for the spring because obviously um applying to festivals like i'm sure you know too shane that a lot of stuff has been backlogged so even if you're interested in playing somewhere bands that were supposed to play this year had been moved until 2022 so it's a little to be honest, it's very competitive and challenging, but of course we're going to try. And and there's always a money issue too now because the venues and everybody else is complaining. They don't have the money to pay people uh, maybe what they would have gotten pre COVID if you will. So 
I know I realize there's a lot of factors, but freedom is a great song. Like I said, two minutes and four seconds of kicking your ass. Really? You know what I mean? And I'm glad that uh, you guys are out there doing something. I always appreciate your time. It's fun Thank to do. You. And and I don't know how much I'm going to do a BS live rocks this coming season. Cause I've got about five other things on the go, but I know Bobby rocks going to do it. So maybe a chat with him on, on TV again or something like that would be in the cards if they, you know, time works out for you guys. Yeah. Well, we had a wonderful time when we went there. It feels like forever ago. I know. It does. And we filmed part of this year uh, at the beginning in studio. Then we went virtual and not virtual. Like we were in the studio, but we did it all by zoom and it was okay, but it didn't have that same flavor and bands were playing like Serena played Serena, and Nick, and they were at home and it was cool, but not the same as being there, you know? And then I think it was in March or whatever it was, we went back to doing, you know, live in studio. We had some acts in, in studio to play and then, the season was over. So who knows what's in store anymore in this great country of Canada. So yes, we will find out. I appreciate your time. I'll play the song as well after this show. And uh, I will put it up on giantfm.com and I'll put it up on all our socials and share it on Facebook and all that other stuff too. So the industry 45 show.